You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 664, Socked in the Jewel Bow. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to My Mac Podcast 664, and again, I'm afraid Guy couldn't be here this week, so it's good old Gaz covering for Guy while he's away. Well, I think he's away. Let, let me check. Let me check. Yeah, yeah. Why Guy, don't you check on that? Uh, 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 did I hear another voice? You may have. It's a ghost. It, so- it sounded like Guy, but good old buddy, but Guy. Yeah. yeah. How are you, Guy? I'm fine, and I am not on I-95 zooming through Georgia. <laughs> I'm just yeah. not. Yeah, it's funny how I said at the start of that, um, well, it seems to be working fine. <laughs> yeah, and that lasted for all of five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did prove that it could be done. It could be done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the hardware was right. It was, <laughs> it was the software that was yeah, – actually, even the software was fine. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, Bandwidth. It was just us, really. No, it was bandwidth. Yeah, no, it was bandwidth because you were coming through fine to me. I could hear you, but you just couldn't hear me, so I just rattled up anyway. No, I could hear oh, no, you. No, no, you could hear me. I just couldn't hear you. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. And Okay, so so what's going on this week, Guy? Um, well, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Jawbone is joining Fitbit in the rubbish bin of smart wearables. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, instead – What's going on then? I, I, well, I what's left of the company? I have been away on holiday. I will be honest with you. And we've been out in the sticks and I've not really been keeping up with anything tech at uh, all. What you will love what they're going to do instead. Go on. All right. What's left of the company is going to focus on medical software and hardware, a segment that Apple just doesn't compete in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah i like your gales of laughter yeah yeah well gales of laughter kind of fits in with uh the the weather from from last weekend um <laughs> uh, speaking of which uh the, the center section this week is going to be the second part of the Stephen tobolowski interview uh which is actually uh i now i talked about this a little bit last week and i talked about it on the the facebook live cast that i do on wednesdays uh, but basically what we think happened was that we took a direct lightning strike to the house. Wowza. I did hear, I, yeah, I did hear that. And, yeah. Yeah. And it, I had been recording with Steven for like 10, 15 minutes, but you know, I mean, you know how I am when yes, it comes I to do. recording a podcast, we can't, I just can't hit the record button and then say, you know, my Mac podcast, blah, 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 blah. No, there has to be. 10 to 15 minutes of utter nonsense before we actually get to content that we can use. I, I have to kind of warm up my brain and that that's the only way I can explain it. I've got to get all the, the, the crazy out because this is me right now being sane. <laughs> it, it is. I agree. Yeah. This is you being completely and utterly sane. Right. As compared to, you know, normal when, when I'm not. <laughs> so, um, so uh, everything that we had recorded, that Steve and I had recorded, gone. I mean, the, the, everything shut down here in the house. Uh, we lost – we had to have our cable modem replaced. Though, it, Oddly enough, it still worked with Wi-Fi, but all the direct connection stuff was gone. We had a light switch that had scorch marks. I had to replace a uh, Netgear switch. Um, I don't know. There was just like a bunch of little things throughout the house, but fortunately – uh, it didn't affect the computer. Uh, it didn't affect my Drobo. I mean, all the real expensive stuff, yeah. all the TVs and everything else, that, that, that all came through. And thank thank God for surge protectors because that's probably the only reason why, you know, all the electronics in the house just didn't say, all right, that's it. We're done and be gone. I think, yeah, you're very lucky there. Yeah, yeah, extremely so. So, 
Uh, that's that's basically uh, what's been going on. How about you? I know that that you were on vacation last week, and so yes. you're obviously back for a long time now. <laughs> well, this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we came back uh, yesterday, and um, there's been obviously there's some building work been going on in the house while we've been away. So we came back to some major changes in the house, which you know. <laughs> When you're here every day and you see bit by bit going on, you see the gradual change. But then when you suddenly see a great big change, and uh, that's what we saw when we came back. But building work is generally dusty, and it was dusty. So we kind of came back and had to do quite a bit of clearing, really. The the builders had had shut the doors uh, appropriately, but there was still enough dust around in the other parts of the house, which we really need to clean up. And uh, the grass had got very long because it's been quite nice over here. And my electric mower is not doing too well. It's Uh-oh. not. It's it's not a well mower at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yes, I'm having to uh, uh, see if I. Can so you'll have to mow the weller mower. then. I have to mow the weller. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, but, but uh, I I soldiered on with it today, and we had to go out and. Ch- sort out some tiles this morning so it's it's been non-stop it's pretty busy we had took a delivery actually not long before we started this call so uh and then next week i'm going to silverstone um so yes i'm going on wednesday wednesday through to sunday and i know that um something else is happening next week and end as well so that we won't be doing a podcast next weekend together but i think you might be be able to find someone else apparently um because i think you're at some place called Dockswood or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stockswood. Mackie, uh, Mackie Woods. Mac, something. Mac, 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 Pod Mac, Mac Podstock. Cast. Mac Podstock. That's it. That's yeah, yeah. Mac Podstock. You realize that Mac. if Mike hears this, you're in big trouble. Mac Mike Mockstock Pop. <laughs> Pop. Se- 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, 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 Mac, Pop. Mike, Mac, that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you have. I will be jealous, but I won't be that jealous because obviously I will be <laughs> at Silverstone, so right. I'll be enjoying that. But um, yes, yes, yes. No, it's going to be great. Um, now I'm, I'm actually, you know, I've got this thing about flying in that I, I really don't like to do it anymore. And considering what happened last year on my way to Mac stock and just the, the utter and total disaster that United airlines did. Um, you know, I've decided that if it's under 12 hours of driving, I'm just not going to freaking do it anymore. I'm just not going to fly. So, uh, I've rented a car and, uh, I'm going to leave Wednesday morning, uh, after I get the car, you know, from here in Northern Virginia. And it's about a 12 hour drive. And, I don't believe I'm going to make it all the way out there. Um, now, when I went to Florida, of course, it was relatively easy because there were three of us sharing the driving. But when you're talking about a, a single driver that far, that can get that can get a little bit wearing after a while. So my plan is to make it to like at least the Ohio Indianapolis border, some somewhere around there. Uh, before I, I break for the day and then it's like a four to five hour drive from there the next day. So that's, that's kind of what's going to happen there. And then Friday, uh, I'm going to be doing some shuttling from the, the various Chicago airports out to Woodstock, which is about, it's like about an hour away. Um, so anyone who's listening to this, if you're going to Maxstock, and you want to ride from the airport, you really going to kind of need to let me know ahead of time. I don't mind doing it. And the other thing to remember is going from Woodstock back to the airport probably isn't going to happen because I'll be leaving directly from there on Sunday back home. So just something to think about. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. Oh, I can hear them now. Yeah. There they go. Picking me up at the airport. Yeah. All right, enough of that. Yeah, it's funny because you, uh, you picked Don and I up the first year, didn't you? So yes, I did. Yes, And last year I picked up uh, Don and Adam Christensen. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm just such a nice you're just guy. A Mr. You're just a, a podcasting transport, aren't you? Really? I am. I am. Well, since, yeah. I, since I suck at podcasting, I have to be able to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, are you ready to go over to the recent MyMac articles? I think we should. Okay. The first one 
is TechFan308. It costs more, but it's worth it. MacStock Expo is two weeks out, actually less now, one week out. Tim and Dave, oh, sorry, Tim, there you go, and David give an update on sponsors and more. Google has an adware problem. Really? iOS has a, blo- a bloat problem. Really? And Transformers have a quality problem. Yes, it does. And the iPhone turns 10. All that, and how many of you remember TCR Racing? Go on over, download, listen, enjoy. Club Nintendo Level 166. John and Tim. Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. (laughs) That was the right one. (laughs) Talk Arms 1.1, Breath of the Wild DLC Pack 1, and the newly announced SNES Classic. (laughs) (laughs) SNES, I like that. Uh, That's what they call it though, isn't it? I thought they uh, call them SNESes. I thought that was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. No, no, yeah, that can't SNESes. be. SNESes. 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 So if you have more than one, SNESes. SNESes. I've right. got some SNESes. <laughs> I've got the SNESes. <laughs> well, bless you. Hold on. I need a, I need a tissue because I'm about to SNES. <laughs> oh, it's amazing the things that, that really entertained me, isn't it? Anyway, yes. next up, the NEC. <sighs> EX two two four one UN twenty four sixteen by nine monitor. This is a review by Rowan Ubin. The NEC stupid title is a nineteen twenty by ten A by sixty hertz sixteen by nine IPS liquid crystal LCD display with many of the same features as one he did before. The NEC forgot to take that out. The this NEC desktop display feels well constructed, very sturdy on the stand with little to no play in motion when moving a monitor. This unit offers ultra narrow six millimeter side and top bezels, but also has a very narrow ooh, bottom bezel. <laughs> Sadly, this moves the monitor's controls to the back. So it's got a narrow bottom, so everything's in the back. Geekiest show ever, 264. <laughs> Zoom, moving right past that. <laughs> yeah, to game or not to game, this week we have a focus on random topics. We start out with a discussion about fireworks that we have seen or purchased over the years. Kevin recommends checking out fireworks.com, one of his Favorite places to purchase pyrotechnics for any holiday. Next is our main topic for the evening, video gaming. We hear Mike's impression of the Nintendo Switch to date. Kevin also discusses his early impressions of the Switch. Next, Kevin mentions his recent semi-retro gaming purchase of a Nintendo DS Lite. He may have, a, he may have Mike convinced he needs one or that he needs the yet to be released Nintendo Nintendo 2DS XL. That was all written perfectly well. It's just I couldn't read it. SNES. <laughs> Let's talk Apple 46 for June 2017. I couldn't make this one. Guess why? Uh, you were off on vacation in a hot spot. Might have been. Might have been. I, I couldn't make it either. Because <sighs> it's weird. I think Bart is deliberately avoiding me. <laughs> now, can I say, can I say, I don't blame him. No, I'm not saying that he's wrong. I'm just saying that I think he's, he's like, let's see, Guy can only record on the weekend, so Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be the recording day. <laughs> Joining Bart this month is not Guy, but Dermot Daly from Tap, Tapado, Tapadu, Linda Gaucher, and Nick Riley. The show starts with some quick follow-up stories before moving on to look at some Apple-related notable numbers and staff changes that made the news in June. There are just two main stories this month, but they're big ones. Dub Dub DC, because I know how much Gaz loves that. 2017 and the iPhone's 10-year anniversary. The show finishes with a quick rundown of some other quick Apple-related stories that made the news in June. Quick. <laughs> Bluetooth speaker lantern. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. Oh, damn it. This is Bert Clanchard, <laughs> and I approve this message. It's I Bert home's Clanchard new crop of audio. My Mac 3Rs. Reading, writing, reviewing. 
You let me finish. I'm sorry. My home's new crop of audio products for summer fun is here, and they're worth a listen. The new IBT91 Bluetooth Lantern Speaker <gasps> provides a good sound in a rugged enclosure for parties at the beach, by the pool, or on the patio. Its lantern-like shape lights up the night for fun and for safety. Go over and read Kurt's review of the Bluetooth Speaker Lantern. And the very, very last one for this week, swear to God, it's just one more. Oh, see what I did there? Triple driver lightning in-ear headphones. This is a review. A review. A review. <laughs> by <laughs> by <laughs> non-numeroski. No, non-numeroski. You got it wrong. I How did. How did you get it wrong? I got my own stupid name thing wrong. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? The message is I am just so out of practice. Rollover beats ditto for Apple. One more USA's triple driver lightning in-ear headphones. I have no idea how I managed to say that. Have arrived. They are good. The sound is impressive. Fit, comfort, design, and construction are outstanding. A unique five-way micro joystick positioned where the ear cables join the main cable handles music and phone controls with ingenuity and efficiency. Go on over to the website and read that by John. And if you'd like to get a hold, oh, I'm sorry, if you would like to write huh, for the MyMac.com website, all you have to do is Contact Mr. John Nemo, and you can do that by sending him an email to Nemo at MyMac.com. Gaz, how can people get a hold of you for like just this week since you'll be gone next week? <laughs> Ever so easy. Um, I might be doing quite a lot of tweeting over the next week. Um, Silver Stimulated, of course. Of course. Uh, but on the Twitters, you can contact me, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z, or send an email to gaz at MyMac.com. Guy, yeah. how would the... How would the lovely people contact you? Okay, no funny biz. No funny biz. All you'd have to do is send me an email to guy at mymac.com. And you can also find me okay, on, the, the, my on the Twitters. We have so much nonsense to get out since it's been like two weeks. <laughs> two weeks since we've been able to do any nonsense. Yee. Yee. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What was I say? Twitter. Twitter. Uh, what the hell is my tw- oh uh, duh Mac Parrot? <laughs> we have a Skype number seven three four three six nine five zero one, and I think that's it. So I get us out of here. Or are you going to get no, us out of here? No, I'm going to. Okay, because you'll be doing the next get us out of here. True. Stand by for Mister Tobolowski to stand by for Mister Tobolowski, <laughs> and we'll be well. Mr. Tobolowski will be right back. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. The reason why the fast forward button was invented, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. In this section, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky and I uh, begin by talking about uh, some of the current roles that he has, and that leads into a discussion on some of the different types of work that he's been involved with, including cartoon voiceovers. So sit back, listen, and enjoy the second part of the interview with Stephen Tobolowski. Okay, you've, you're also involved with the, the, the remake of one of my favorite shows from the 70s and 80s, One Day at a Time. Your Dr. Oh. Leslie Berkowitz? Yes. Now, that's on Amazon, right? Uh, no, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Um, I see also that you've done Scooby-Doo, Shaggy's Showdown, and you are Andy Gunderson. That is correct. Now, now it used to be 
it was the desire I had when I was a young actor to somehow do voiceover. And I'd like to think that some of my voiceover was brought about by the podcast. I know that when I did Peabody and Sherman, the right. director, the director of that, and also Toy Story of Terror for Pixar, uh, both of the directors and producers of those projects were fans of the Tobolowsky files. And I got the job because of that. And so I, I've been able to do uh, Justice League and I've been able to do Scooby-Doo. And it is fascinating. Well, can, can because, I ask you something? Yeah. When, when you get into the studio to, to do the voiceover, are mm-hmm. the other actors that are also doing voiceovers there with you? Or are you just kind of playing off the script and somebody is reading it? It varies. Like sometimes with Justice League, when we're lucky, we were all together. And then they set up a group session with six mics across at one stage and everybody is just playing off of everybody else. But these actors, the actors I was playing off of, these people, I had never really worked really with voiceover actors before. These people are, are just brilliant. They're brilliant. And so they, they go all over the place. So a lot of times, for example, on Justice League, it would be me alone in the studio when we were lucky, we had two or three of us there. And I think once or twice we had the whole cast there, but Jen, most of the time it was just me, but it was important, uh, that the first and second, uh, recording sessions we had, we were with everybody. So we were able to feel everybody else's presence and voice. It was amazing to watch these splendid voice actors work. There was one scene where one woman did the voice of the mother, the daughter and the family dog. And it was a three character scene. So she was having a conversation with herself as mother and daughter and interjecting the dog barking (laughs) in the conversation. It was all this one woman. You talk about Pam Adlon from Californication, Pam Adlon is one of the geniuses of voiceover. That woman is remarkable. We would be sitting at Californication and Pam Adlon for fun, just for time would have a conversation with herself, which was Barbara Streisand talking to the queen of England. Oh my God. And she could go back and forth and not only make up dialogue for both of these people, but hit that voice spot on going back and forth. There's nothing like that. And when, when you work on Scooby-Doo, it's completely different than when you work on Peabody and Sherman and Pixar. And the reason is, I guess, film, the, the technique of, of film, when you work with Pixar and when you work on like Peabody and Sherman as an actor, you are filmed. And so you come in for one session and you do your lines, but they have cameras on you. And then they take that film of you doing what you do, and then they add it to their drawings. Uh, they change the faces of the character. They, of course, on all my characters, they make them bald and jowly. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very thanks. much. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, man. As a, but, fel- as a fellow bald man, I, I hate that. <laughs> they, they change you. Then you come in and you do your lines again. Then they go back out and draw. So both for Peabody and Sherman and Pixar, you are talking about a three-year process of where you do your, your first lines for them. I went up to uh, Pixar to do it, and the director works with you for about four hours. And you go through the script, and you do 50 line readings for each line, and they pick and choose what they want and slide it in there. And then they begin drawing and filming and altering. And it takes about three years to hone it down. And you end up with this Toy Story type animation where the eyes and the face and all of this stuff you have the, you know, it's almost like watching Planet of the Apes, except it's cartoons where the characters really are kind of real. And then you have like Scooby-Doo, which is basically a story driven 
narrative and we, and we know what it's going to be. We know it's going to be ghosts or we know it's going to be scary stuff like that. And Scooby and Shaggy and all these people are running around, but the animation is not based on you necessarily. Cause as I recall, right. Andy Gunderson had hair and stuff, you know, it was, and, and what you have to do because the animation is a different type of animation is you have to fit your voice into what they call the flaps, uh, which is the mouth opening and shutting. So if you think about the mouth on a Toy Story kind of movie, it's much more explicit in the specificity of the way the mouth operates as on a Scooby-Doo cartoon. It's just the mouth opening. The mouth opens and closes, so you have to fit your words into the into the mouth opening and closing, which is part of the challenge. But again, these really good people in voiceover are brilliant at it. Yeah, did the, you meet, did you meet Frank Welker? Boy, that sounds familiar. He's, he, he does Freddie's voice. He's the only original cast member of Scooby-Doo going back to 1969. Uh, probably I know him from that, but I don't think I recorded with him when I recorded Scooby-Doo. I think I went in two or three times for Scooby-Doo and they were smaller sessions like just me and a couple other people. Uh, not the big cat, not the whole cast. Right. But again, it's, it's, it's an amazing process and, and I, I, I am humbled by those actors who who are able to do that kind of stuff? Uh, I you know I can't do that. I kind of do my characters, but I I can't do what those people do. Yeah, there's um there's a, a lot of of very famous actors that have started doing voiceover work. Uh, Tom Hanks, you know, does the, all the the Toy Story stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and and you, you know I figure and he's great at it, but and I figure it took him. You know, for those Toy Story movies, I bet you each one took about three, four years and, and, and at different stages. So they were probably he was working on Toy Story one and two and maybe just starting Toy Story three at the same, you know, at the same time doing the first reading for Toy Story three while he's doing the highly finely tuned uh, for Toy Story one because the process takes so long. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. So is there anything else about technology that has, you know, come to come to your mind that has made things better or worse uh, for, for you as an actor or even as a, even as a uh, director? Like when, when you talk about uh, stage work, when you're talking about the stage, technology has actually kind of, enveloped into into that as well you've got something like um uh what was that spider-man play that they had going fear yes. of the night or something along yes, those lines yes, yes. where the guy actually got hurt because of some of the stunts that that they were doing and it was all you know you've got pulleys and he's all wired up and they're bouncing him all over the place and you know this isn't the the first or or only play that does things like this. Now, as a, as a, as a stage director, uh, have you had to do anything along those lines as far as special effects go? No, 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 no. I think the last really big play I did was on Broadway mornings at seven, which was an old fashioned play, you know, from, I believe 1940, 1941. It came out the same year our town did is how old it is. It's an which is old, another great old play. A great play. And this was, uh, and we did it in the old fashioned way. And after that, after I did that play and we did it in New York for about nine months and then we came back to LA and did it for three months, I started working on television a lot. And, uh, I haven't really had time to do a play since, but you, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point in terms of theater as an actor in theater, your job is interpretive. You, you are to read the part, to become the part, 
and see what your instincts are to fill the role when you're doing theater. Now, with technology the way it is, by having rewrites daily and even sometimes two and on Goldberg's, we would get rewrites sometimes twice a day because technology makes it easy to rewrite twice a day because of the chip to where you could work for 50 minutes instead of 11. Your job is not so much interpretive as, uh, impulsive. What is your impulse? You have to kind of know going into it who your character is. So your impulse is in character, but it's a lot more improvisational than it used to be. It isn't just a matter of learning your lines anymore, understanding your part and doing it and having them capture it on film. Now it's a matter of kind of knowing exactly who you are from the ground up, but not exactly being sure of what you're going to have to do. And then you get in front of the camera and same thing happened in Californication. Usually the first scene, the first pass, one or two passes you did, you did what was written. But then after that, the writers and producers and directors start throwing out suggestions and we would start improvising. So the, the actor nowadays would probably be, if they're young actors listening, I would say this. Uh, I don't, in my day when I was a studying actor, scene study classes were very important. You would take a Shakespeare scene, a glass menagerie scene, whatever, and work on it as an actor for a long time and really develop your chops. That isn't what acting is anymore. What you would be best served doing is taking imp- classes in improvisation because you don't have any time with the script. You have, you have at most a day with any one script before it's changed for television. And for example, on one day at a time, which is a spectacular show, it is not, it, it, it really does not do it justice to say it is a reboot of the old one day at a time. This is something, it is a sitcom like, like the old show, but it is magnificent it has heart it has heart it has you you laugh out loud funny break your heart i love the mom in that show oh come on i'm sorry the uh grandmother rita marino yeah yeah where where she just she just pulls that curtain aside and it's like hello she's one of the few people on earth who has received an academy award an emmy award a grammy award and a tony award Rita Marino is one of the great talents that has ever performed in our country. I mean, this woman, I mean, what she's forgotten about comedy, most people will never know. She is one of the great, great artists that I've ever been able to work with. And it's thrilled because on the show, she's also my love interest. So I'm very happy about that. Ooh, I, but I, the, need, to, I need to get back to it. I don't think I've gotten up, to that man. part yet. <laughs> and, and the, 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 the point about one day at a time is the reason why it's moving is that it is not sentimental claptrap. It, it isn't sad. Uh, when, when something's moving, it's, it's, the show is about victories, little victories. It's a single mom with two kids and her mother living in a house. With uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah, she the the mother uh, Justina Makata is the uh, star of the show. She plays uh, a veteran of Afghanistan, and she and her husband had divorced, and so now Justina, her character Penelope, is in charge of raising the kids, and the mom's living there, and they live in Echo Park in Los Angeles, and she works as a nurse now. For me, I am Doctor Leslie Berkowitz, and I am a man who everything has gone wrong in my life. Uh, my wife left me for my, for her aerobics teacher. My daughters hate me. Uh, and yet I still try to see the world as optimistically as I can. But all I want is for someone to remember my birthday. All I want is for someone to be a little kind to me once. And like there's one episode 
where Justina's family has a birthday party for me and Rita sings happy birthday to you a la Marilyn Monroe to me. And it is so funny and so sweet. But again, it's the little victories and the little victories are both funny and ludicrous and moving. And that is what this one day at a time is about. It is about the hero's journey. And our hero is Justina Machado. And she is a great hero. I got to tell you, man, she is, she's a great actress, hysterical. She can rip your heart out. She, she's a hero. I want to, uh, you know, hitch my star to. <laughs> All right. Um, can you believe it? See, we've been talking again. I'm going to have to split this up yeah, between damn. two different podcasts. Cause we've been going <laughs> for almost an hour and, and I am not complaining. This has been, this has been gold. I've been having so much fun. Uh, Steven, if people wanted to find out more about you, yeah, how could they do so? I have a great way through technology, guys. Ooh, I have me. a new web, new website, new website. Since we talked before, just go to stephentobolowski.com. and that's S T E P H E N T is in Tom O B is in boy O L O W S K Y. stephentobolowski.com. That's at the Stephen, Russian spelling, isn't it? The Russian spelling. At stephentobolowski.com, you will have a gateway, a clickable gateway to all of the podcasts for free. You will have gateways to my two books, The Dangerous Animals Club and My Adventures with God with Simon & Schuster. My story's there. And you'll have a gateway to my two movies, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky's Birthday Party and The Primary Instinct, plus my blog. So you go there, stephentobolowski.com. It also have my email, my Twitter, and my Facebook. That's the one-stop shop. Amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I believe that the last time that we spoke, um, you had just come out with Stephen Tobolowsky's birthday party. I believe so. It had so. just been yeah. released. And I, I watch that all the time. I, I really, really enjoy that movie. And I, I love the way how, you know, it's, it's like a day in the life. And you're moving from <laughs> from one location to another in the house, and it, it's just so great. And even even the primary instinct where where you're on stage, you know, a la kind of stand up comedian kind of thing, but you're doing a, a reading of uh, of a story, not necessarily stories that you've done before, but I believe those that was for primary instinct. That was new stories, wasn't it? And new new. Um you know, it's all, all true stories from my life. Right. So, you know, it's a mixture of stuff maybe you've heard or didn't hear, but, uh, that was a concert, uh, in Seattle and it turned out like a thousand people came. So it was fantastic. And we had a film crew from Chicago. We had one shot at it and we shot a, uh, concert is, so it's a, it is a concert film where a Steven Tobolowsky's birthday party is me telling stories from dawn to midnight on my birthday, preparing for my party, cooking sausages for the party, the party <laughs> itself, and cleaning up afterwards. So it goes from dawn to midnight, me telling stories to the people who will listen or whatever. But all my stories, for people who don't know, are true. You know, they're true stories about life, love, and Hollywood from my life because a lot of weird things happen to me for some reason. <laughs> and you can uh -huh. you can also hear so many of those stories in the way that that I first heard about Stephen Tobolowsky, and I, I I was telling Stephen that I I um, I've turned my son on to the Tobolowsky files, and when we were coming back from Florida for his his twenty first birthday trip, he and his his writing partner for uh, their I'll give him a plug here their their YouTube video channel which is called Nanobytes. All they wanted to do was listen to Tobolowski files from Orlando to Fredericksburg, Virginia. <laughs> that was 12 hours of, of the Tobolowski files. Stephen, thank you so very, very much for coming on. I really appreciate the fact that uh, even, even after, you know, the, uh, the near nuclear blast that, uh, that <laughs> almost destroyed the house here, that, that you, were, you were able to come back on and spend a little time with me today. My pleasure, Guy. Thank you for asking. And hopefully we'll get you on again very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe when we find out if I'm doing Silicon Valley again. 
Oh, actually, you know what? And I, I think I emailed you this one time before. I wanted to give you free of charge. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, listening. A, 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 a not not a script. What's it called when you're a pitch? Yes, a pitch for a TV show based on the Tobolowski files. Oh you, my God! You get an actor that plays you as a child, mm-hmm. as a teenager, twenties uh, and thirties, thirties and forties. And you, you base the scripts on the Tobolowski file stories that you've told. Now, the kicker is kind of like Hitchcock in the middle of all of these. You know how every once in a while in Tobolowski files, you'll say pause and you'll add something to the story that wouldn't necessarily be evident uh, as the story is being told. Yes. Well, that person would be you in a diner or in a playground, or in a church, or a restaurant, or you know, wherever, and it would be a background character, and nobody would actually know who the ba- you know where you were as a background character until you turned around and said, "Pause," and then explained <laughs> a little bit, and everybody around you would stop moving, and then they would you know you would give the the, the extra information that was required, and then turn back around, and the scene would continue. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I think it would be great. Anyway, um, uh, everyone, uh, you have been listening to the Topolowski Files uh, <laughs> here on the MyMac.com podcast. Please stand by to stand by, and I will be back with the third section of the show. Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. And, you know, David and I have a bet. In 10 years, he thinks the NFL, he's a Brit, so you got to give him a little, give him a little, you know, slack. He thinks in 10 years, the NFL Super Bowl is going to be on pay-per-view. 50 bucks, I say no way. Definitely going to happen. I, it's not. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. So if you want to hear it, just if you want... It's not going to happen. You know, 50 bucks, though, in, in, in 10 years, David, I'll be able to buy a six-pack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's going to be about pitcher beer at best. At, at best. So if you guys want to hear more of that kind of conversation, check out TechFan. It's part of the Stoplight Network, and you can find us at www.techfanpodcast.com or on iTunes. Best Mac podcast, except all the other ones. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the final section of this week's Mighty MyMac podcast. And what a great second part of the interview with Mr. Tobolowski that was. Absolutely it was. Superb. Well done. Um, he must like you. That's the only thing I can think of. But I think it's like in small doses. So it'll be like another (laughs) seven years before he's like, I'm not answering (laughs) any more emails. (laughs) It'll be seven years uh, memory loss. Yeah, yeah. That that could have a lot to do with it. (laughs) He goes, Guy, I seem to remember that name, but I can't remember why. So, yes, I'll do it. it. Guy, Mr. Searle. (laughs) Then as soon as I start to speak, he was like, Oh, oh he nods his head. Hit it. <laughs> oh, Gases very good. Mostly Gases tips. Mostly Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. That is the best intro into Gases tips <laughs> that we have done it for just, a very long time. It just came to me. It just came to me in a flash. In, in a what? In a flash. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my tip. Um, this is something everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> this is something everybody knows. Don't you? How to take a screenshot of your entire screen? Press Shift Command Three. Shift Command Three. You take a screenshot of your whole screen. Uh, you want to do a selected portion of your screen? Do Shift Command Four. The pointer will change to a crosshair, and you can move your crosshair to where you want to start the screenshot, and then drag over the area. When you've selected the area, release your mouse button. And then basically, 
you'll have your screenshot. Now, here's some extra ones, though. Press sh- If you want to take a screenshot of a window that you've got on your screen, press Shift-Command-4, the pointer changes to a crosshair, yeah? Well, I've just told you that. Of course it does. But then if you press the space bar, the pointer changes to a camera. Move the camera over a window to highlight it. Click your mouse or trackpad, and bang, you've got your screenshot. Now, hang on a minute. Whoa, there's more. There's more? You want to take a screenshot of a menu. Click the menu to reveal its contents. Press Shift, Command 4. The pointer changes to a crosshair. Drag the selected menu. There you go. Press release. Then all of these will create a PNG file, which will be you'll find on your find on your desktop. Now, hang on a minute. Well, hang on a minute. If you want to um, basically uh, do the contents of a menu, but it's not its title, click the menu to reveal its contents. Press Shift Command Four. The pointer again changes to a crosshair. Press the space bar. The pointer change. The pointer changes to a camera. Move the camera over the menu to highlight it. Click uh, your mouse or trackpad um, to get your shot. Now, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on God, a minute. Hang on a minute. What happens if I've got a touch bar, Mr. Gazmaz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that? Well, what you have to do is press Shift Command 6, and you'll find the screenshot as a PNG on your desktop. Now, if you didn't capture all of that because it was too much for you, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the Apple page, which takes you through all of those little hints that I've given you. Isn't that right, Guy? Yes, I agree. And you know what I'm doing then? You're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Now, you you didn't know what's going to happen there because I've written in the Gazzy's tip bit Mac OS OS screenshots. Well, I thought it had something to do with ghosts, and you just spelled ghosts wrong there at the end. So it's gots. Yeah, yeah, I just just spoke too quick and I put too many in, and then I didn't tell you how many screenshots I was going to talk about, did I? No, you didn't. But I, I still like the way you started that whole thing off. That was that was, <laughs> that was brilliant. That was just wonderful. <laughs> Speaking of brilliant, um, go on. I, I have an app pick, and I love I love the company name. I love. I'm just. I go was to their just website. going to say that. I was going to speak. <laughs> I was going to speak on that very thing. Um, now the software is brilliant. It's it. This is the software that I use each and every week to create. The, the graphic for the my Mac podcast and uh, if you if you followed along or if you ever go to the live cast that I do over there on Facebook, uh, I also use this software for all the graphics for that show it, it's it's not even really Photoshop or Photoshop light uh, the only thing it seems to have in common with Photoshop is it lets you do layers. You can export into uh, various other, you know, graphic formats, and it's got a, a pretty decent uh, set of tools. But it's laid out in such a way that that if you don't know how to do, you know, and when you're talking about Photoshop, you know, you can take any particular function of Photoshop, and if you don't know how to do it, you can't do that. You know, you have to you have to somehow figure out a way to do it. But all of the functions that are built into Acorn by, I haven't even mentioned the name of the program yet, Acorn by Flying Meat Software. Flying Meat Software. Uh, it's, it's laid out in such a way, it's very, very intuitive, very easy to use. It's about $30, so it's much cheaper, of course, than Photoshop. And I love this software. I love the name of the company. And uh, I highly, highly recommend it. They, they update it all the time. So, Acorn by Flying Meat Software. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Yummy meat. Meat, meat. <laughs> um, right. Now, my pick, or my, yeah, it's my pick. Yeah, that's right. It is my pick. My pick is actually something I've probably mentioned before, but can't quite remember whether I have or not. So I'm going to do it because I saw my daughter using iMovie on her iPad mini on holiday 
to do some clips together of the holiday that we were on. And she did a great job using the app. So I thought I'd pick iMovie on your iOS device. She put the clips together. She did a sound over. It was easy. She loved using it. So why, what's not to like? But it's so got I, to be so expensive, Gaz. I, I think if you've got an iOS device, they're free now. Ooh. <laughs> he said, <laughs> knowing that it was free, free before he spoke up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've got an interesting little um, comment that I think this might go into the after show. Um, so after the, uh, we finish this uh, section, Guy, just say to me, purple line. Purple line. Not yeah, purple lion. Say, no, line. Okay. okay right, I thought so, we were going to talk uh, about Voltron or something. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Defender like of the talk, universe. Would you like to talk about a certain event which is coming up next week for the very last sure. time? This will be, I swear to God, this will be the last time that I mention MaxDoc 2017. Well, until we actually year. talk about, you know, when we went or I went to MaxDoc. 2017. But this will be the last time that I'm going to speak about the promo for Max Talk 2017. There are, this is such a great event. There are three kinds of tickets that you can get. And of course, you know, all the discounts that you could have gotten are now uh, expired. So, haha, you have to pay full price. But even at full price, this is a great bargain. $199 for the premium ticket, which gets you both days of the conference, plus lunch on both days. Barry Fox, Mac. Mingle After Party, the Max Stock Swap, tw- Max Stock 2017 T-shirt, the pint glass, probably a hat, all kind. I mean, this is this is such a great event. Um, the 169 standard ticket gets you both days of the conference and a bunch of other stuff. And if you can only make it for one day, there you have a way to do that. Ninety dollars for a single day ticket. For good. That's that's good for either Saturday or Sunday. Naturally, with lunch provided. Wonderful. Wonderful show. This is the third year that it's been on, and I'm reasonably sure that it's going to be around next year. Um, Tim. Oh, no, I wasn't ready for that, was uh, I? Okay, well then, myself and Mr. Tim (laughs) will be doing the MyMac quiz, and we are going to be giving away all kinds of prizes, and we'd like to say thank you to those companies that have supplied those prizes, including... Cass Softerino, which is the makers. Of- <laughs> I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss Softerino. Softerino. Well, we'll talk you know, when we talk about the actual event after it's all over. I'm sure I'll say something about you know. Oh God, what is the name of that company? Um, uh, Softerino, which is the makers of the amazing Walter Two iOS content app mac alley which is a maker of of a many great products for mac and ios devices you can visit them at MacAlley.com. pixelmator of course which you know i was talking about uh photoshop replacement software pixelmator actually is photoshop replacement software find them at pixelmator.com forward slash mac uh thought out which is a company that makes lots of great um ios accessories you can find them at thoughtout.biz and um, yeah, I think I think that that's about it. Go to if you can go to MacStock 2017. It's going to be in Woodstock, Illinois, uh, next weekend, July 15th and 16th. It's like an hour outside of Chicago. If you can make it, don't miss it. You can even go there on the day of the show and and buy a ticket. It's going to be a great 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 time. I think actually I've, I've got to. I've not said much during these periods because obviously I'm, una- un- <laughs> I'm un- unable to go. Yeah, that's but too bad. The first, the first year was absolutely superb, and I think it's just getting better and better and better. So, guys, if you've got the opportunity, go along. Just go along. Just go along and meet Mike. Mike's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Even meet Guy if you really want to. Yeah, if you want to. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, lots of podcasters that I'm sure you'll listen to uh, will all be there, and it's it's a real friendly event that you can get. You know, up, you can get up close and. Mm. Have perhaps you know a nice well, not too chat. Close. Yeah, well, not to, to you, not to you, because you'll step on them. <laughs> I do, but uh, no, it's it's a great event. I really recommend. Do you do you remember that 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 first year? What one of the big highlights was when we were at uh, Barry's house for the party. 
Us, us not doing the podcast. Exactly. I was wondering if you were going to pick that up. Yeah, Gaz and I, I set up the whole podcasting thing at Barry's, I think it was like his kitchen table. Yes, it was. Yes. Or dining room um, table. Dining no, room. It in a, yeah, in a, in a dining room sort of. Yeah. yeah. And so it was you and me yeah. and uh, various other people that were coming. You know, Tom yeah, jumped think, in for think, a while. I think most people have probably heard this story, guys. Yeah, well, I, I see, I've started it now. <laughs> but so you can't finish can I, I, I have Which, to finish that's it. the thing with you guys there once you start you cannot stop you're a bit like my dad to be honest with you. <laughs> he does a story it's it it doesn't matter how you many times you heard you it could, you could put all sorts of stuff in front of him you know his favorite food anything else but he'll finish the story what out so go on then finish the story <laughs> so we got done with the first part <laughs> And Dave Hamilton and Allison Sheridan and Barry basically took over the microphones while you and I actually left. The, no, we not no, only no, left the room, we left no, the house. No, no, yeah, yeah, we left the house, but we, they didn't take over. We left them to it. And yeah. they, the looks on their faces was yeah, something could, to behold. They couldn't believe it. The thing is, folks, a, a podcaster, it, it's kind of, it, it's your little beast. It's your it's baby. It's very personal. It is very personal. So, and all of these podcasters know that. So when we got up and said, take over the show, it was, <laughs> they, they really didn't know whether they should or not. It was really funny. But anyway, yeah. yeah. And we, you had a smoke outside and we were just chatting for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, I don't think I talked to you about this. I am now uh, cigarette free for two months. Way excellent. Oh, well, that, so that means we can't do that again. Well, it just means I'll have to go outside and <laughs> I'll, I'll go to Barry's house. And of course, it'll be really weird because nobody else will be there and <laughs> play with his cats or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. With the sinks, yeah. with the, with the yeah. magic sinks. There's, there's, a, there's, an old, um, there's an old, pro, there's an old program uh, in the UK that uh, in the 70s. So it wasn't very PC proof. Um, and it was um, it was called Are You Being Served? And oh, it yeah. Was, uh, it was based in a shop, and Mrs. Slocum always used to talk about her pussy. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say anything more. But yeah, you should probably it, yeah. leave that one right there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that will probably gather some feedback. And speaking of feedback... <laughs> See how I just like naturally just rolled right in there. Mm. Uh, we have a Skype call, Gaz. Really? Yeah, I know I we do. It. Well, no. can you guess no. who it's from? Nope. It's from the only person in the Western Hemisphere that apparently that knows the number. That well, not so much that knows the number, but knows how to actually dial a phone. <laughs> and that's Greg. Greg from North Carolina. So hi, here, Greg. Hi, Greg. Here he is. Hi, guys. Hi, Gaz. This is actually Greg in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, I messed uh, up his name. I've news now since I got cut off last time I tried to say this. <clears throat> but I wanted to congratulate Guy on not only stopping smoking, but stopping smoking in North Carolina, one of the most tobacco-heavy places anywhere. It is. And if I remember a couple of things that he said about where his family is in North Carolina, it's not too far from where I live in Johnston County, which is where they grow and sell a lot of the tobacco in North Carolina. So it's even tobacco heavy among North Carolina. And that was it. Excellent. <laughs> For so some it, reason, every the last couple times that, that he's left messages, he gets like three quarters, of, I'm guessing, three quarters of the way through whatever it is he's going to say, and then it just gets cut off. I don't well, understand. It's the NSA listening in. That's, That's right. They I hate think. me. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Anyway, um, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you, I, I know there must be some way for them to do so. There is. Okay. Oh, you want me? Oh, you want me to tell everybody? Okay. Yeah, right. please. Send, send the tweet on the Twitters <laughs> to Gazmaz, which is twitter.com forward slash forward slash even G A Z cars M A Z cars cars cars. You cars. can also send an email to gaz at mymac.com, which is G A Z single car M Y M A C dot C O M. You can also contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters, which is Guy and Gaz G U Y A N D 
G-A-Z. We also have feedback at mymac.com. F-W-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. Come. Guy. (laughs) Yeah. If you hadn't. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I screwed up. I did. If you hadn't and people. You remember Guy? Yeah. Would like an email from Guy. An email from Guy. Because. <laughs> Guy's the one. Then how would they do so? <laughs> I, you have to string all those together somehow. Just for yeah, I will. <laughs> one, one big button. Um, yes. You can send me an email and you would send that to Guy at MyMac.com. G-U-I-M-Y-M-A-C dot C-O-M. Uh, don't, don't spell out dot. It's, it's like a period and you can also reach me on the twitters my twitter name there is mac pennant mac ah! there you go and we have a skype number that only greg knows but we're going to tell it to you anyway just in case somebody else can also figure it out it is plus one or one outside of the united states probably uh the area code is 703 436 Nine five zero one. That number again is seven zero three four three six nine five zero one, and you'll get a hold of us that way, Softerino. 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 <laughs> Soft, I'm, I'm going to miss saying that. I really yeah, am. I, I, I'm going to miss you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not. <laughs> and um. I guess uh, all I can say is thank you all for downloading and listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, Not sure exactly what's going to happen next week. There will probably be uh, at least one, maybe more podcasts released next weekend. Can Uh, can I ask, if if there is more than one, will they be a suffix of 665? You know, because we are currently one behind the Mac Geek Gab, I think I really need to push out like three <laughs> so we can jump back ahead of Dave and John. Right. So you're going to do 666 without me, are you? Oh, no. That's right. Oh, I can't do that. Because <laughs> we're at 660. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> no, Guy, don't worry about it. Do 666 because... You are the sport of the devil. <laughs> I am. I am. No, no. We've got to save 666 for, for the two of us because that'll be a special show <laughs> as they all are. Don't worry. We, we, can, we can do a few shows and catch up. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. And Gaz, you know what? I think what? What? That, that we're good enough. What? I think that we're smart enough. Really? Me? Well, really? no. And uh, Wolf Garnet people... <laughs> Like us. <laughs> right. That's a short Cabina, one. Cabina, Florida. Lightning. I, Stephen Tobolowsky. I, L, Goo, Optons. Ungran, M. Bacal. D, Sondig. <laughs> it's Catalan. <laughs> All I can say after that is N. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Okay, I'm back. Okay, he was, was doing fast. something... Yeah, I was I was recording something, or maybe no, it was I was editing um, last week's show after all of the the craziness that happened, and the um, uh, who makes this the Logitech trackball that I like so much died, the batteries in it died, and it was like, oh damn it, what am I? And it's, oh, that's right, I've got a trackpad, <laughs> so I started using that, and then I looked and it was like that was almost out of juice too, so. I was like constantly going up and down the stairs getting double A and triple A batteries and, you know, basically just pissing the wife off. She was like, can't you go to Florida or something? It was like, I just came back. Go again. (laughs) Yeah, I just came back. I don't care. Yeah, just go. (laughs) It's amazing how many people say that to me.
it must be a term of endearment. That's the only thing. It I'm must be. It, it has must to be. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I meet mother Teresa and she's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> mother Teresa loves me. She said, <laughs> when we, when we, David and I, you know, I used to record via Skype with David. Right. Well, how do you do it now? Are you guys in the same place together? No, 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 no. And, uh, and once David didn't save it and, oh, and no. lost the whole thing and had to re-record everything. So what I do now is on like garage band, uh-huh. I record yourself. Uh, the, the story is like in three parts usually, so I record, and it's good because then I can kind of, if I don't like something, I could cut it out or I could add something. I have that instead of just doing it once with David. This way I could kind of go through and, and kind of make it a little more finely tuned, and then I send the sound files to David with the music files. Oh, so you picked the music. I picked the music. He doesn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, David. What's wrong with you? Well, what he does is, you know, he'll edit the music and the sound together. Right. And then he, he drops them, you know, on Slash Film and on iTunes and all that stuff. He he uh, distributes them and get, gets it out there. And he's a great producer and he's uh, a great uh, host. And uh, I love you know, his delivery. I love his delivery and, and he has good counsel. You know, a lot of times he'll hear something. He goes, you know, Tobo, I don't know about that joke. You know, you maybe should take that joke out. uh, (laughs) Kind of a filter. Yes. It's a filter when he, you know, he'll hear the stuff and go, okay, he's a good sounding board. 